Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Now, today is Friday, and that means one thing. It is time for the rules of language learning. Now, as you know, on the podcast, I like to answer your questions. It's my favorite thing to do, but I also think it's important to talk about the lessons that I've learned and to give you my personal take on the questions that I think really matter in language learning. Perspectives and ideas that might not be immediately obvious, but I think are really the most important things of all. And so this is where I offer you the rules of language learning. It's all the most important lessons that I've learned over the years distilled into simple rules for you to follow every Friday. Now, these rules are also available as video, uh, so recorded in my studio, and also as blog posts in case you like reading, so you can do that. To find these blog posts and video versions of the rules, simply go to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com and click through to the language blog page and you'll find all the most recent rules there. And if you want to find some of the older ones, you can type in troll into the search bar. Troll, of course, standing for the rules of language learning. So it's nice and easy to remember. Before we get into today's rule, I'd like to thank the wonderful sponsors of the show. They are, of course, italki. And italki is a place where you can get speaking practice for the language that you're learning. So if you think that speaking your language a little bit more would be helpful, and it always is, then italki is the best place to connect with native speaker teachers and choosers who can help you get that all-important speaking practice. If you'd like to get a free lesson, you can go to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash free lesson and follow the instructions from there. I'll be back answering your questions as usual next week. But for now, please enjoy today's Rule of Language Learning. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Rules of Language Learning. My name is Ollie Richards. Now, I want you to imagine that you want to learn to play a new musical instrument, the piano, say. So you find a piano teacher and you head off to your first lesson. You walk in and you see a big, beautiful grand piano in the middle of the room. Your teacher introduces herself and spends the next hour talking passionately about the history of the piano and how it developed over the years. But you don't play a single note during that lesson, but that's fine, you think. Okay, a bit of background information. It's important after all. So you come back again the next week and uh, in this lesson, things get, they get really exciting. The teacher shows you inside the piano. She lifts up the lid and shows you everything that's going on inside. The strings, how the hammers hit the strings, how the keys are attached to the hammers. But still no playing. Lesson three. It's all about the acoustics of the piano, how the soundboard amplifies the sound of the reverberating strings. And, and then there are the pedals and then what the pedals do to the strings when you press them. But still no playing. Lesson four, things get really exciting. You actually sit down at the piano. The teacher lifts the lid of the keyboard. And then she says, before we start playing, you need to learn some theory. And so for the next three months, you learn about harmony, tones and semitones, the 12 keys, scales and arpeggios, and you get written theory exercises to do at home after every lesson. But you still haven't played a note at that big, beautiful grand piano sitting there in the middle of that room. Now, your intuition, ladies and gentlemen, will tell you that this probably isn't the best way to go about learning the piano. 
Hit the like button beneath this video if you would agree that you would probably get frustrated if your piano lessons looked like this. But why exactly? Why exactly is it so bad to learn all this theory first without playing the piano itself? After all, this stuff is important, isn't it? You, you do need to learn the theory. Well, there's two reasons. Firstly, a lot of stuff is best learned by doing. Not everything is best learned theoretically. Sometimes the best way to learn something is to roll up your sleeves and work it out by yourself. When you do something, all your different senses come together to create an experience. And the things that you learn from experience are infinitely more powerful than learning those same things from the pages of a book. Point is, your teacher didn't need to spend months lecturing you about music theory because you could have worked out a good chunk of that by yourself just by sitting down and playing and having the experience of music. Now here's the second reason, and this is a bit more subtle. At any point in your learning journey, there are certain things that you're ready to learn and things that you're not ready to learn yet. Things that you're ready to learn typically lie just outside your current sphere of knowledge, which is why with a little bit of oomph, you can usually work these things out even by yourself. And there's even a name for this, uh, for this concept in learning theory, and it's called the zone of proximal development. It's the idea that things are learnable as long as they fall within this special zone which is just beyond your current level of knowledge. Now, if, on the other hand, you try to learn too much too soon, you're unlikely to learn it because you're just not ready for it yet. And as a beginner, the stuff that you're not ready to learn yet is most stuff. Most stuff you're just not ready for yet. Right? There's no point teaching me how I can use the pedals of the piano to change the sound quality of the notes before I've even learned to control my fingers on the keyboard yet. I am not ready to learn it. Simple as that. In the case of the piano, these things I've been describing, this is probably quite obvious to you, but when it comes to language learning, there is a big blind spot around this issue, in particular when it comes to grammar. Now, if you walk into any language classroom around the world, and I've walked into a few, let me tell you that, I would put money on what is being taught at that exact moment that you walk in. Grammar. Open up any language textbook and flick to a random page. What's on that page? Probably grammar. Can it really be that all that grammar is so important that it needs to be learned at exactly that time, before everything else? Well, perhaps. But here's the thing. Novice language learners all tend to think that grammar is far more important than it actually is. How can I start speaking before I know the grammar? See, I've lost count of the number of times that I've heard people say this. I haven't learned the, the, the present perfect and the future conditional and the I don't know what yet, so I'll just concentrate on that for a while, learn that, and I'll start speaking later. Hmm. Well, just like music theory, grammar is only useful when you're ready for it. You've seen those big, thick grammar books, right? They're big, and they're thick, and there's a lot of stuff inside them. Rules verb tables, exceptions to those rules, and, and all of that stuff is going to be useful to you at some point, but probably not yet. The best time to learn a particular grammar point, you see, is not when it comes up in your textbook. The absolute best, most helpful, most awesome time to learn a bit of grammar is when you've just been into a cafe and you try to order something using a phrase you've learned, but something wasn't quite right and the guy understood you but the message didn't get across quite right and you thought it was right but it wasn't quite and something, something wasn't completely clear. The reason why 
is because you were missing a helpful bit of grammar, a little twist that would have expressed what you wanted to say with perfect clarity. That piece of grammar right there, well, that's something that you're ready to learn right now. You're ready for it. You were very close to getting it right, and it's just that little bit of grammar that scuppered you. See, that right there, that's when you want to learn a piece of grammar. But the relentless focus on grammar that you see in virtually every language curriculum, it does something poisonous. It instills in students the belief that they can't start speaking or using the language yet until they've learnt all the grammar. Can you imagine applying that logic to the piano? I'm only going to start playing the piano once I've mastered music theory. You'd never get anywhere, you'd give up before you started. We need a completely different approach to teaching grammar that is smarter than simply presenting a humongous list of rules and tenses and things that have to be learned. In my Grammar Hero program, for example, my way to help you learn grammar naturally is to show you that grammar in the context of stories, fun stories, so that you get to see that grammar in action and learn it naturally from within stories, not through rules. But you, as an independent learner, can break free of this, of this grammar trap all by yourself by, by starting to speak and using the language right now, however good or bad you think your grammar might be. Waiting to speak until you've learned more grammar is going to put you on this eternal hamster wheel. So the solution was well, quite simple. Do yourself a favor, put the textbooks away, get out there and speak, and don't learn grammar before you really, really need it. Thanks for checking out the video. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy it and you'd like me to continue this series of the rules of language learning, then you can let me know by liking this video. Also, if you'd like to be notified when I upload new videos every week, then you can subscribe to the channel using the big red button below and the videos will pop right up in your news feed. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you do enjoy the podcast, then you're going to love some of the email courses that I've created. These are completely free email courses which are written specifically for different languages and different levels. I've spent years writing these things. So whether you are an intermediate Spanish learner or a French beginner or Japanese advanced, whatever it may be, I've got email courses that give you some of my best tips for learning those languages at different levels. So whether you're struggling with how to get started, whether you want to know how to understand native speakers when they're talking really quickly at you, whether you want to get better at learning grammar, I've got stuff for you that I send out completely free over email. If you'd like to get these tips, then please go to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips. That's IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips, T-I-P-S, and I'll get them sent out to you right away.